Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Everybody, welcome to Slam Forever Radio, episode 395 for March 11th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Kelly Lynn. I'm Angel Michaud. And that's it. Yay. Yay. Yeah. How are you? Uh, good. I think I've been, uh, my streak right now for going to the range every weekend is, uh, geez, I got to be up to five or so. Are you going out this weekend too? Yeah. Okay, cool. Every me weekend. Too. Hey, guess what? Me too. It is now my new plan because I'm not available on Thursday nights because I have some prior engagements mm-hmm. and I have to go on the weekends so that I can practice for the upcoming black match. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Got to practice for that. Got to yeah. just hammer that El Prez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I, I'm going to talk about it and what we did with guns this week, but, and I'm spitting all over myself. So, bleh, speaking mostly. So, old, but w- you lose control of your mouth and it just starts drooling. Oh, I already, I already did that all the time. And... Though, so, anyways. <laughs> okay. Um, why don't we get into what we did in guns this week? What we did in guns this week is brought to you by Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier retailer. Uh, you put this in, it's the Tandem Cross resupply. So, I can't actually click on it. So, what's this all about? Tandem Cross makes uh, accessories for rimfire guns generally. Yep. Yep. So they've got a bunch of 1022 stuff. They've got a bunch of uh, Ruger Mark IV stuff. I think they've also got some uh, Ruger PCC stuff as well. Uh, so that's the general idea is they've got a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, if I was to get specific, you could see here, they've got like bumpers for the uh, Ruger 1022 mags. They've got larger safeties. They got some other 1022 stuff. They've got rimfire compensators, yada, yada, yada. Uh, now, if you're a gamer and you're using a Tone 22, such as, oh, I don't know, one of uh, a rimfire sport of some kind, yep. they have a 1022 rotary mag pouch holder for a belt. So you could be the gamiest of gamers with that bad boy at the game. At the game, of the gamer. <laughs> yeah. The gamiest. Yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, check that out. It's yeah. kind of Okay. Yeah. All the ten. Okay. So, Adriel, what did you do in Guns This Week? You did actually a bit. And this is new. So, yeah. Yeah. You did a bit. Yeah, I did a couple things. Uh, I, let me turn off my background thing there just so it's easier to see what the heck I've got going on here. Um, these things are kind of expensive. There's a, this an M44. Um I remember like Mosins used to go for, I don't know, 175 or something like that. Regular Mosins. Right. Uh, this is the M44, so it's like a shortened version. Uh, it's got a side-folding bayonet, uh, which, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's an okay design for a bayonet. Uh, but, yeah, these things are expensive. They used to go for 500. They're going for a 900 right now. Wow. Craziness. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the bayonet is useful. Like, you can you can use it to, like, open, it. open up your beer. Beer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or you That's... can just, if you're out hunting and you need to rush, you can stick it in the ground and mm-hmm. 
Rusticans. Yeah, it's good for that. Walking stick. I kind of like the 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 SKS one. Like it folds to the bottom, yep. so you can like you can stick it in the ground as like a monopod. Whereas this one, like I guess you could, but it puts a gun sideways. Well, that's called you know the gangster urban prone the urban prone rest <laughs> yes oh yeah you just <laughs> dig that right in there and like get, get way low to the ground on that one eh yeah that's the gangster yeah. rifle yeah <laughs> yeah you know um compared to my regular mosin the bolt on this one is way Sweet. better oh my god it runs it runs without having to like hit the stupid thing really hard just to get it to go up it just it's just slick as snot and i don't know if it's just because this is a later well, production, and they finally it, got their shit together with the, with these. But uh, most of the Mosins I've shot, you fire, and every once in a while, you got a real stiff ejection. It's it's hard to move that bolt. Um, not so much with this one. This one's no. it's actually kind of like kind of loose and rattly the the bolts, but I like that. Makes it easier mm -hmm. to run. It looks actually half decent. The finish yeah. on it. Oh yeah, this 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 is a, a great looking one. It's, it's a yeah. laminate stock. Yeah. Uh, which some people like, some people don't. It's, yeah, uh, and the bolt actually looks half decent too. Yeah, and nice finish. Yeah, yeah, it's got mm. like the dog collar style sling on yeah. there and whatever. Yeah, it's a Mosin. I, I, some of the things I ran across with it, this one, the um, round interrupter didn't want to work quite right uh, some of the time, so that it's it's got a rimmed round, right? And mm -hmm. what if so if you were to put one in. And then put another one on top, and it was behind the rim. Oh, it won't it, let it pass. Yeah, it's got an interrupter in there that's supposed to keep the second round like lower down, so that the first one has room to go, no matter what. Huh. I might need to tweak it on this one. How but, often was it doing it? Uh, well, just don't stack your rounds like that. Okay. <laughs> 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 I mean, if you're using a stripper clip. Um, usually, uh, as long as you've got them angled the right way and you stack them into the clip the, the right way, it'll, they'll, it'll they'll work every, every time. Um, but it, it, you can forget which, which one's doing what, and, and that's where you'll run into issues on that one. If you're just single feeding them in, I don't think you're going to run into an issue like that because it's easy enough to just feed them correctly. It's only when you're using the stripper clip. And then, um, if you put your hand here like that, this kind of like pokes into your hand just cause it's like a sharp bayonet that's just kind of poking there i guess you could hold your hand a little bit further forward do the chris costa thing yeah with your m44 yeah no? of course doesn't really yeah. look right does it no but it's still remember that one's the tactical yeah yeah yeah, yeah. shoots Herb good tactical. yeah i was shooting some uh 400 yard targets with that and getting most of them most oh, of them on steel yeah you're a good shooter though yeah oh, but the rifle yes the, that's true. you know but I'm saying, Whereas, like with the, yeah. you know, with some of the rifles, that, that's that's kind of hard to do. Um, and then FX nine, FX nine, yeah. yeah. I think like Trevor's talked about about the FX nine before. There's a couple of things I found out about this uh, yeah. rifle now that I've taken it apart and, and kind of taken a closer look inside. Yeah. Uh, one, if you have the Glock ten round mags, these are a true ten round that you can't get seventeen in them. It, it's actually like a uh, a built up wall, so it's only got a 10, 10 round stack in there. The springs on these ones aren't very strong, so there's not a lot holding that uh, that follower. And yep. what'll happen is that this won't lock to the rear because the spring isn't enough to actuate the bolt release or the bolt hold open. Right. So that's one thing I found with this is, uh, I mean, it's easy enough to fix. There's still lots of 17 round. Like I think all the P mags are seven are 17 pin to 10. 
Um, so you can just use those or the ETS mags, or there's a couple of other mags that, that will uh, run that correctly. Um, I did have a couple of failures to extract, um, but I'm curious about uh, just running like a crap ton of ammo through it and then boiling the heck out of it and seeing if that'll fix it or not. I don't know if it'll will or not though, because that might be something to do with extractor tension. Uh, takedown, fantastic. This is like one of the best takedowns for a PCC, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, you push push two pins out, out she comes, charging handle bolt comes out the back, super, super slick. It's, uh, it's a fantastic takedown. And I think that... Uh, uh, compared to stuff like the the Ruger PCC or the JR Carbine or or really any of the the PCCs, it's it's just really great. You just take those two pins, out they go, and the Oops, bolt just uncle. fell on my lap. There's <laughs> yeah, the bolt. Really easy. <laughs> yeah. There's the charging handle. Super super great uh, takedown. I think that the um, the charging handle is a little bit anemic. Like it's kind of small. It's got a heavy spring. It's got a heavy bolt. I would rather get something that's a little bit better than this guy. It's a little bit too round and too smooth. And I kind of want something that's a little bit more beefy. Beefy? Yeah. Uh, you don't need like, an, ex like a, an extended one, but it would be nice if it was a little bit beefier. Oh. Anyways, all, all that is, is, uh, is really nice. I mean, w with a PCC, they get a lot of carbon in the action because like you're, they're just straight blowback. There's a lot of gas, a lot of carbon that builds up. It's nice to be able to just crack this guy open, pull the bolt. And it's very easy to clean, clean. inside there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so you said that you're going to be going to the range this weekend. Are you going to be taking that and running some more range? Runs yes. It? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because um, I did run, I ran about a hundred uh, through it. Okay. Um, but I'd like to run, Maybe like a hundred more and uh yeah just see how that goes okay get this thing put back together uh yeah but i mean like there's a lot to like about it uh a couple of thing couple of things like the, i'd like to see that extraction fixed and then the other the other thing that didn't happen to me but happened to trevor was uh firing out a battery Yep. And that was a that was an issue that Trevor ran across, but uh, I haven't looked into that just yet and seen what that's all about. Mm. Cool rifle, cool. Like dropping the mags, like a lot of the ergos on it are really good. It's got a bolt hold open, and it's it's right where an AR would be, right there. So if you uh, if you swat, like you can drop the mag with that. The mags drop free out of here. You can be going with your left hand over. Hit that, hit that, and start going again. It's yep. very fast, just like an AR. The promise is good. The promise is very good. Did you do a video on the take the, the on any of it yet, or you waiting? None, None nope. yet. No, no, still working on it. Uh the M44. Actually, which one did I produce? Either the M44 or the FX9. One of them I wrote the article and got the photos up, but I haven't. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure the M44. Yeah. Okay. Mm, what else? I bought a Terra TM9. Rangeview Sports had a had a sale on them, and I yeah, I, I couldn't <laughs> I, I could resist a little bit. So what I did was I, I went on YouTube and I went looking for reviews, and, and there was I, none. I found like a guy who was like, 
it's on his kitchen table and he's like talking about it and the audio sucks. And he's not like, he, he was comparing it against a, a Glock 17. So that, that part was really good because like the, you could see the size comparison and that kind of thing, but not, it, it wasn't the style of video that I do. Um, and there was none out there like that. So uh, that's primarily why I bought it is because uh, I am going to put that video out there. Um, it's awesome. kind of, like, okay. It's a polymer striker fired pistol. Who cares? And, and yeah, who cares? But okay. it's, D-A-S-A. Mm. Weird. Single action, mm. double action, striker-fired polymer frame pistol? That's I don't weird. know that there are very many of those out there. Not at 280 bucks. I was going to say, okay, how much did you pay for it? 280 bucks With shipping and tax, it was <laughs> okay. 90 I think. Are you afraid it's going to blow up in your hands? Nah. I'm afraid it's it's gonna like have a lot of problems. Yeah, probably. I'm not afraid of my ability to fix those problems. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think that uh, uh, it's going to be interesting because there again there aren't a lot of reviews out there for it, and uh, I will be happy to. I'm going uh, to watch that with interest, and one of the reasons is because of double action, single action, and how that works with Palmer. It's just weird. Just that's all I can say. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit weird. <laughs> Their business name used to be Terra Perfection. <laughs> it's like, mm, trying to copy Glock there with Glock Perfection. They changed their name. Now they're Terra Aerospace. That's do, you think, do you think they got to cease and desist? Mm, <clears throat> Maybe. I mean, they're in Montenegro or something, so I can't imagine they give two shits about Glock's mm. trademarks out there. Maybe. Maybe yeah. not. I don't, I don't know. know. Anyways, I bought one of them. Uh, we'll see when it comes in. Uh, and then I, uh, actually my buddy was like, Hey, uh, I'm thinking about getting some SKS tech sites. Do you want some? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Fuck me up. And he's like, okay. But then the place he was going to buy from didn't, didn't have any stock. And they're actually kind of hard to find in Canada. And tech sites are really hard to find in Canada for yeah, anything. Hard to like, they're actually hard to get in the U S there's a lot, a lot of places where you just can't buy them. Um, I looked at some different places in the U.S. Some one of these places was like, "Yeah, we ship," and I went and looked, and they didn't have any stock. So, I found a guy on CGN who who had one up and has had one up for December since December, and I put an offer out to him, and he accepted. So, I got cool. the TS one hundred. So they have two styles. They have the one hundred, which is like a, a two flip. So it's got like the uh, one one site, and then if you want to go long range, you flip it over and you get yep. the other site kind of a thing. Uh, that's the 100. It's got adjustable windage, but for elevation, no such. You dial up or down your front site uh, until you've, you're good, and then that's what you've got. Um, the TS-200 has a dialing elevation uh, back peep. but Which one did I, you get? Well, the TS-100 was the only one I could get, okay. so that's, that's the one I got. I would okay. like to get both of them and compare them and do videos on them and, and whatnot, but TS one hundred is all I could find, so that's that's yeah. what I'm getting. By the way, Doug Roddenbush says that Terra Perfection sounds like a tripper, stripper's name. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Up He's next, not Terra Perfection. <laughs> Terra Perfection, yeah. Uh, yeah, the SKS tech sites are interesting because, um, like, SKSs aren't aren't fantastically accurate, but they're yeah. functionally accurate enough. That with an with a uh, a longer sight plane, I'll get a little bit more accuracy because it's a little bit easier to tell sight alignment when they're when they're further apart. 
Yep. And uh, the rifle itself is more accurate than I am, with, with with irons at least. With with optics, I can I can be more more accurate within it. So that's well, cheap. I got I have a buttload of uh, non corrosive seven six two by thirty nine that I got for like real cheap. That you want to shoot in your SKS. Well, yeah, well, well, I don't have to clean it afterwards, right? Okay. Because there's no there's no corrosive no. primer. How much was the uh, Texites? Do you want to uh, ninety bucks shipped? That's good. It's all right. Yeah, I think it's good. They're about sixty seventy US uh, in the US, and then you got shipping and blah blah all the other yeah, stuff. Yeah, but so. they're also unicorns. You can't really find them. Yeah, which is kind of disappointing because they're a real practical improvement to the uh the sights on an sks you can get those you can replace the rear sights with um a couple of places make like a little peep for for the rear sight kind of a thing but um you're not increasing your sight radius uh when you do that and i think that i would rather get the one that goes a little bit further yep yeah what else uh, I gotta go to Cabela's today, today and pick up a blind chair. I forgot I even bought it, but, um, oh, really? it's like a, it's, it's like an office chair, but without the wheels on it, instead it's got these feet. So you use it in a blind, it rotates, it's quiet. It like allows you to lean back. Like, is being, it mm-hmm. like, is it like glamping for hunting? Yeah. Yeah. Very much comfy? so. Oh, I, I've already been running office chairs in my, in my, uh, <laughs> Think about okay, so you could run like a one of them tripod chairs that like squishes yeah. your nuts, or you could get like a camping <laughs> I chair. I don't have that problem. You sorry, don't have that problem. <laughs> um, old office chairs you can swivel, right? You can yeah, swivel on them really nicely, but they got wheels, and the wheels like make noise, and the they're not made to be outside, so eventually they rust, and then when you move around, they squeak a whole bunch. So I'm hoping this one doesn't have those problems and it was fairly inexpensive like i was looking at ikea uh like getting some some of those crappy white uh plastic chairs that they have that are still the swivel kind and they were like 40 50 bucks um but the cabela's one on sale was geez i think i paid 30 or 40 bucks for it so it was like fairly inexpensive just as a chair just spray it with wd-40 every year and it'll be fine the mechanism on office chairs is hard to get to, to spray it with WD-40. If the Cabela's one is open, fantastic. I spray it mm. with some white lithium grease. Yeah. Done. Done. Yeah. So anyways, I'm going to go pick that up. And should I pick up anything else at Cabela's while I'm there? Well, you can't order through us to get anything. Damn it. Well, I'm going there anyways. I know. Oh. Primers are really expensive. Prim- I was just going to say primers. Nah. Yeah, nah. I got like I got a thousand here. I don't, I don't nah. need anymore. I don't think I'm going to crank out like a ton of ammo. You know, I, I was looking at a trend of ammo prices and uh, it's very sporadic. Like it, it goes every once in a while, it'll just go up completely. And it's kind of like this. So all you have to do is wait until it gets back down again and buy then. And all you have to wait for is a year. So, or if you don't have any, then you have to go and buy them anyways. What's, oh yeah, well the, the the trick is to always have some. <laughs> yeah, the that's trick the trick. Is to like <laughs> when it's cheap, out. buy low, buy. shoot hold high. high, hold high. Yeah, <laughs> no, don't shoot high. You're gonna miss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, I mean, like I could probably go uh, another year or two on mm-hmm. on my current supplies and be totally fine. 
So I think like if if you if you have the financial stability to do that, buying a, like in bulk when it's cheap is a good idea. Just don't tell the RCMP, okay? <laughs> yeah, don't tell them about your what do they call it when you have arsenal. when you have a thousand. Well, arsenal is for their guns, but when you have yeah. too much stock, a stockpile. Stock yeah, it is pile. a stockpile. Yeah, when you have like more than a hundred rounds, it's a stockpile. I got mm-hmm. like I don't know an armory's worth, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. Ammo boxes. <laughs> ammo boxes. When those ammo boxes were six bucks, I got a whole bunch of them, and now all my ammo's in there, and I need more ammo boxes. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy it cheap, stack it deep. Is uh, you know we've been talking on this show for a long time about like man, SKS is like buy two. Anytime we talk about like one of these old mill serps that was a great price or ammo that's been a great price, um, we talk about it, and then you know things turn around, and now yeah, SKSs are like five hundred bucks, and like this stupid m44 yeah, is like 900 it's like, it's like going, surprise that not really gotta buy it when it's cheap and milserps i would imagine in the future we will get another shipment of some kind of milserp and it'll be cheap but that's the time to buy when they when they ship them a bunch in when they send them to all the distributors that's the time like the carcanos right now now's the time to buy them if you can buy a carcano for 300 bucks um it's going to be worth more in the future uh are you or you know your co-hosts wait for you to start selling yours that you just bought well i'm going to sell mine because that's what i, I do with my guns i, know. I buy and it's, i sell them i've been, the other so thing reliable I've been, the other thing i've been thinking about is putting a full wood stock on my lee enfield i've got a number four mark one it's slick uh-huh. bolts slick on it um if and and a sporterized Lee Enfield is worth two hundred bucks, let's say, right? Uh, I could get a full wood kit and steel for mm, maybe like five, six hundred, somewhere around there, which mm-hmm. puts the total cost in at around seven hundred. And the last time I looked on CGN, the last full wood Lee Enfield I saw was like eight hundred. So maybe it's worth doing it. Like the the whole the only point of of me going through this exercise is. Um, I would rather have a full wood one, but if I get a full wood one, am I like burning cash? Am I burning a bunch of cash that I'll never get back if I go full wood? And I think the answer is no. I think the answer is I'll, I'll either be able to sell it with, <laughs> you know, me, I, I buy and sell. I'm practical. My but I'm futures. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about Trevor's listening to this right now. And he's going, and he's going to be saying, go full wood, go full wood, <laughs> go wood. <laughs> Well, uh, there's a couple of different places that'll do it. There's a place in Saskatchewan. There's prestigious wood stocks that does uh, like new production Lee Enfield stocks, which is kind of nice. Like my, my M1 Garand has a, a new production stock on it and it doesn't have the historical significance, mm-hmm. but I don't care. It looks, yeah, it don't. looks really sharp. Um, it looks the part, uh, the, the parts are original enough looking and I don't feel bad about taking it to a three gun match or something like that. I would feel bad about taking like that nice of a stocked original M1 Garand to a match. So I think like the utility is, is, is a little bit better. So it's kind of like, I don't know, having a mill serp that, but not the history and the damaged history. Yeah. 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 Anyways, I might do that. I don't know. I can't remember what the price is. I think it was okay. Just getting one of those prestigious stocks and refinishing that. Cause I think you got to like finish them off, like do a little bit of inletting do some boiled linseed oil and I've got a Dremel. So yeah, that's exactly it. 
right? Dremel, grinder, good to go. Luke Goodan says, you got a Dremel on your certified Grinsmith, so go for it. That's what that means. As soon as you got the Dremel and uh, JB Weld, uh, you're, you're totally. a certified Gunsmith. Yeah. Right. Yep. You're Anyways, good. I feel like I've been talking too long. That's it for me. Okay. So what I did was on Saturday, I originally was supposed to actually go and shoot my pistol on Saturday, but that didn't happen. We actually moved it to Sunday. So Saturday, guess what I did? I went to SFRC. It's because what I do, right? Anyways, went and saw all my people, but I also actually had to go there and drop off some stuff for Kelly and Kyle. And so, and she's working there on Saturdays as well. So dropped it off, uh, had a look around the store, was looking at the prices of ammo and that as well. And just to laugh and just be like, oh my God, I'm glad I don't have to buy any right now. Well, I didn't really need to buy any, but I was looking at it in case I had the urge and i didn't really mm. have the urge at that point so as you were talking about that graph you know at buy high or buy no it's the other way around isn't it buy low mm-hmm. right yeah i'm gonna wait till it goes a little bit lower anyways so uh yeah one of the things i did along the way was i checked out the maple seed uh storage area and then also i took took a look at the trailer as well and got that was looking to see if any you know critters or anything got into it but it's ready and it's good to go it's super dry and I'm thankful for that. So, and then I actually emptied out part of the storage locker too, because I have it all now sitting nicely in my living room slash dining room and putting packages together to send out to Adriel and Darren and everybody across the country. So you'll be getting something in the mail soon. Yeah. I'm spending, you know, my evenings putting together packages of pens and chamber flags, watching, you know, TV, I don't know. Anyways, just and, like send big buckets to me. <laughs> don't count them. Just big buckets. Big buckets you mean I don't have to count them? I spent hours counting out 150 per package. What? Don't do that for my stuff. Please, <laughs> <Okay>. God, don't. <laughs> Too late. Done. It's my OCD. Okay. Anyways, I did spend a few hours at the range on Sunday, though, with my you know, with uh, everybody, uh, Kelly Kincaid was there. And so was Kyle and as well as uh, another Kyle of ours. And then we also had another shooter that's actually not part of the range, but he was there trying to practice for the black badge course that's coming up in May that I signed up for as well. So uh, we started going through some uh, drills and we had a really good time with that. And it's interesting to see some of the other people um, and their skill levels and also the, the learning curve as well. So it was actually it was pretty fun. Uh, what else did I do? Uh, I need to actually, so Thursday nights are supposed to, as I already told you, Thursday nights are the practice for the black badge course. And uh, I want to actually, I'm not able to do that. So I want to get to the range maybe on Wednesdays. Uh, it's a free day for me. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm going to try and actually get there on Wednesdays. And if I can't go for pistol, then I'm going to start uh, going for uh, also skeet. That's our Wednesday nights as well. But I also want to actually get into a routine and set it up for dry fire as well. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So I'm going to need to actually... For me, I'm very regimented, my routines and timings and different things like that. But I have chicken, so the type chicken. of meat you're eating on the day, yeah, it's all exactly. going to be the same. Right. So I have to actually put together the routine itself and then actually implement it and then just do it and not make any excuses. So I need to get onto that. But anyways, I haven't set it up yet. I keep saying I'm going to. But. Do you got a printer? You should, um, I think there's some downloadable targets. You can print like some IPSC uh, yeah. targets scaled down and pop them up on some walls. And yeah, I got uh, that. 
I got a couple. Okay. I got a couple up on my walls already, and I have some full lipstick targets as well on the walls. And have you looked well. at Stoger's dry fire? He's got some free dry fire exercises on his website. Mm. That's a good idea. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat's really dry. Um, no, I'll it's go and check it out. I know it is a runner. <coughs> Anyways. Okay, uh, so I'll go do that. So it's a great recommendation. Thank you. I had a shoot boss meeting on Monday night and not much about that. And other thing that I did this week was I, yesterday, I did the QCIF Women's Day event. It was last night. It was from 8 o'clock and it ran until my time. And it ran until almost 10 o'clock. So it was almost two hours long. It was awesome. So the people that were on it were the ladies from the uh the QCIF Women's Committee, but we also had actually, um, uh, we had 20, 25 participants, and then we also had uh, Linda um, Kijuku, uh, I think that's how you um, pronounce her last name, uh, and we also had Lee Wamowich, yeah, and then we also had Dr. Susan Natras on as well. So these ladies are Canadian Olympians. They are with Pistol and they're also with Trap as well. If you don't know who they are, you need to go actually and look them up. Uh, they're fantastic ladies, very inspirational. Uh, what they talked about was just incredible. Uh, Susan especially. Susan actually is, um, she's in her 70s now and she's still shooting. And she actually has won... Um, medals in uh, trap in um, the Olympics, the Worlds, uh, the Commonwealth Games. She's been uh, Athlete of the Year. She was voted on and she's become an ath- the Athlete of the Year. She has been a flag bearer. This lady is just fantastic. One of the things that I thought was some probably the most fantastic thing that she did. The uh, Olympic, uh, the International Olympic Committee, they decided, um, uh, I think it was the 19... 19- uh, 98-ish or 2000, they decided that they were going to eliminate women's shooting uh, from the Olympic sports for the next one. So she went and she f- actually took on the International Olympic Committee and lobbied and had women's shooting added back as an Olympic sport. So I think that's fantastic. Great lady. Anyways. All right. So I spent some time with them. Uh, check it out, actually. If you want to see the video, check it out on uh, Lady Guns Live. It's uh, up on their uh, both it's going to be on their website, but it's also going to be on the Facebook page as well. And I was a little starstruck, so I actually I fumbled over my words. Not like it doesn't happen here either, but whatever. Anyways, but go and check it out. It's really good. Kind of hard to ask for a signature online. I know, but I was like, and then Susan was talking about coming to Toronto. I'm going, oh my god, she's going to be in Toronto. I so want to actually go. Anyways, <laughs> that's good. Anyways, awesome. okay. Um, let's go into upcoming events. Upcoming events is sponsored by Telus Alpha. Telus Alpha is the Canadian digital agency that works exclusively with the firearms vertical. Uh, they help with business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma the industry carries with banks, merchant processes, and social media. Go and check them out at telosalpha.com. Uh, we don't have much for events. If you actually have some events like, oh, I love your background. Um <laughs> Chinese puppy. If you have an event that's coming up, uh, let us know. Send us an email at slamfireradio.com. We'll be happy to add it to the event section and promote it for you as well. So why don't we get I gotta, into it? I got to get some like range hosting agreements signed, and then I'll have some Alberta events toot sweet. Okay. But they're like dependent on the province letting up. 
because right now with the restrictions they have right now, it would be very difficult to do an event. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. 10 people max yeah. period. That's instructors exactly and everyone. Be. So it'd be like uh, six people. So kind of a thing. So yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. No. So stay tuned. Hang on. We'll be out soon. We'll They're figure coming. it out. They're coming. Yep. Uh, let's talk about the news. Uh, the CCFR legal challenge donations. We have a couple of them that are new for this uh, week. The NASCAP Rod and Gun Club, they donated $500. And also, this one's cool. This one's new. The Lion War Ontario Airsoft team donated $200 as well. So that's really yeah. cool. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Me too. I think it's great. Uh, if you actually have donated to the CCFR Legal Challenge list, now we'll give you a little bit of a shout out or yeah, quite weird. Actually, we go and look at the page and, and put it up here each week as well and give you guys shout outs. So good on you for actually Lion War Ontario Airsoft team. Good on you. All right. Let's get into the news. I put this in. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah. From the CS. CS. Triple A, uh, effective immediately, the transfer notifications for restricted purchases are no longer uh, serving as temporary registration certificates. What that means is if you're buying a restricted firearm, you're going to have to wait till the official paper certificate comes in the mail before you can go and get it. Sucks. Mm. So, I mean, some, some people had used those as like, oh, I got the thing. This has, yeah. this has a number on it. I can take this to the range now, yep, which I, I think, you know, who cares? The government knows that you have that pistol. Who cares if you have the card or not? It's like, it's not the nineties anymore. The things attached to your license, I'm sure they can figure it out, but they just love paperwork and bureaucracy. So yep. uh, no, you got to wait for the official certificate. Now the little, well, you cut it out the, to be a card, but yeah, yeah, the little, the piece of paper with the card on it, it you got to wait for that right. to show up. It's the envelope that has the see-through little the green. thing, and the it has green the green, one. the one uh-huh. that you, you know, you're at the puppy dog in the window. Oh, look, there it's the <laughs> there green it is. one. Yeah, so you got to wait for some uh, and then you take envelope a picture of it. stuffing machine that the <laughs> government has. Yeah, but what you do is you take a picture of it with your your, your address covered, and then you post it on Facebook. Look what came in the mail today. Was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Am I right? I'm right, right. Mm-hmm. So the thing about this is that this notification only went to retailers. It did not come out to anybody who is like Joe Public. Well, for the retailers, it's probably because like, when do you release the gun? Yeah, but Joe Public doesn't know this. Yeah, I guess. But yeah. they're all watching our show. Like all two million Canadian PAL owners are are watching this show. Really? So they all know now. Are those our new analytics? Because we really are the number one gun show in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Breaking Facebook right now. Everyone the stream keeps going down. That's not because of our crappy internet. That's that's the, yeah. Facebook can't handle it. Okay. Yeah. Why don't we talk anything else? I mean, lie about something else? No? Okay. (laughs) Our analytics aren't that bad. Our numbers are the best numbers. We got all the numbers. (laughs) 10, 15. We got all the numbers. (laughs) 10. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, 
let's get into new gun stuff. But the new gun stuff is sponsored by Bolt Action Coffee. Slamfire Radio is now a brand ambassador for Bolt Action Coffee. The coffee is roasted in small batches and is quite honestly some of the best coffee you can get your hands on. Uh, send it to your host or Trevor's house or Adriel's or anybody's house uh, by going to boltactioncoffee.com. Discount code is Slamfire. Ra- sorry, Slamfire is all one word capitalized and if you want adriel or or anybody's address just let me know i got them i'm putting it on a package mm, right here don't give so. my address to strange people on the internet <laughs> <laughs> please don't do that somebody was yeah never mind anyways okay uh new gun stuff what do we got oh you got all sorts of stuff uh let me share my screen that one first one i want to talk about uh we talked about the pdp last week yeah yeah marstar is doing a pre-order if you want a pdp Either the full size 4.5 inch, 5 inch, or the compact, they're all $8.99. Marshall's going to have them. They're doing a pre order. If you want one of these things, talk to them. I really like Walther's. Have you had a chance to review some of them? Look at this little baby. Nah. Nah? Nah. They're all, oh. the pricing is, is always more than what I want to pay. I mean, this isn't bad, 900 bucks, but no, I just bought a 279 uh, polymer striker fired pistol. So I think that tells you a little bit about uh, my taste in guns. <laughs> it's economical. It's not yeah, cheap. Cheap. It's, cheap and stacking not, deep. Yeah. 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 I had an opportunity to shoot some while I was down in the US of A because we have, I have friends down there that, and it's a little cheaper down there. So I really like it. Oh, now that I think about it, I think I've shot Joe's uh, PPQ. PPQ. Yeah, yeah. I think I've shot his PPQ, and that was decent. Yeah, yeah it's fun. Yeah. Uh, hey, speaking about awesome pistols, uh, there's this Terran DM9. Range View Sports has them for 280. I just checked my receipt. I paid 294 with shipping and taxes <laughs> and everything in. So, you got a discount. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Cheap. Well, my taxes and a lot because I live in a province that has a lot of oil money and doesn't like Freedom. taxing its citizens yeah mm. but uh anyways yeah you'll okay. see a review about that sometime or another uh and then when i was here i was like oh what else should i buy from these guys i noticed they have some oh they're all sold out never mind they had some tavor sevens the, the 308 okay when did you upload this by the way like uh, yesterday or the day before and so they sold out between that well now. the tavor sevens are pretty new and uh in terms of what we can have for a semi-auto 308, someone was asking me, hey, what can I get for a semi-auto 308? Something like a, an AR-10. I'm like, you can't. There's the SG-542. That's not really AR-10 style, but it's like Swiss Black Arms or no, Black Special kind of a kind of a thing. Swiss Arms mm-hmm. Black Special kind of a thing. But um, I, this is one of your better 308 options, I think, for semi-auto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Tours. Yeah. They're like unicorns now too, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're still out they're there. Good. You can still they're buy still a new. Yeah. Yeah. You can, but just like, like you just posted this and it's a little bit. So well, the Tavor sevens, yeah. the 308 version is difficult yeah. to find right now. Yeah. The, I don't Do they still doing the 12 gauge one? They had a 12 gauge one too, at some point. And those are, those are also pretty hard to find, but, uh, apparently I'm not helping anyone because this is sold out. Anyways, that's all, <laughs> yeah. also all the new gun stuff. Well, let that... me help you out with that. Why are you posing as it sold out? It's old news. It wasn't. It wasn't before. <laughs> it is now. All right. Anywho. Okay. Those are 3200 if you're looking for an idea as to price for the right. 308 version. 
The two two three version, I'm sure, is twenty four, twenty six, somewhere around there. And really, if you're going to go two two three size, you might might as well get the X ninety five. This Tavor seven. I wonder if it's more to more like IWI Tavor or more X ninety five, and like how it's built. I haven't looked very closely at it because it's a uh, it's Buku bucks. Um, but uh, yeah, if someone has one of these, uh, email the show and let us know how it is. Or even better, let, let Adriel borrow it. Yeah, or come yeah. on too. Come on oh. as a guest and like show it off on screen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's get into the main topic. All right. So for tonight's main topic, we have Jonathan from Gong Joe Steel. Hi, Jonathan. Welcome to the show tonight. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, I heard about you a few years ago, and the reason that I heard about you is because you actually are one of the sponsors for uh, for ORPS. Originally, it was ORPS. Now they have Race Gun Series, or Gun Series, uh, as well as CRPS and all that. Um, so our friends over there, Rick Katabek. So, um, but I wanted to get you on, and the reason you have some really cool things that have come out. Uh, Rick recently talked about it when he came on to do the uh, Race Gun Series as well. Uh, he was talking about stuff that was coming out, so I went, "Ooh, I have to, I have to get you on." <laughs> so, um, but I wanted to get a little bit of information from you because some people don't know about you. So, where are you located, and how long have you been around, and all that, that kind of stuff? It's a, uh, it's uh, a story of, uh, you know, a, a patient on shooting. So I was thinking about, uh, I, I work in a building engineering uh, equipments for a uh, food industry. Okay. And um, I have the accessibility of the AR-500. So, um, and I do like shooting. So I was thinking that I've built some, some targets for my friends and I have more trigger time and that'll be fun. And, and, uh, the, it just the, the start growing. And, uh, and then I started to sit at websites and, and just think went crazy. Uh, I started in uh, two, 2017 and uh, i think uh, the uh, a year later rick just came to see me and asked me if one um, was interested on a sponsorship for uh, orps at, uh, yeah. at the beginning so uh, right. i said because so, yes, uh, kind of fun and kind of new yeah and there you come up with some really cool targets for orps as well there's some standard ones um so You've been sponsoring ORPS since 2018, is it? Yep. Yes, it it is. Okay. All right. So uh, what I wanted to talk to you about was all your steel. It's AR500, correct? Yep. I was uh, using sometimes the AR450, but uh, for now, the price difference is so low, so I don't mess around anymore with the 450. So That's awesome. Okay. So what, what, uh, what... thicknesses do you have what recommendations do you have for people that are looking to buy some of them as well i know that you well, actually it depends on what, what caliber you're shooting at but usually the 38 is good for almost all center fire uh, it depends on the distance where you're shooting if you're shooting very close with the very fast bullets it can be some some, some problems uh, especially with magnums calibers but yep. <clears throat> usually people with 338 lapua don't don't want to shoot it at 100 yards but uh, maybe they want the, and they just had to use a uh, half inch thick targets, but usually we, uh, we shoot far distances. And it's where the beauty of the steel targets are. It's after uh, 300 meters, it's almost impossible to see a group on a, on a paper target. 
and you don't have the feedback and you it's it's totally different uh right uh, shooting style not shoot, shoot experience to shooting on steel so everybody that shoot begins to shoot steel just get addicted to it and it's so fun it's, it's it's so different so uh in in 22 rimfire um, it's it's not so hard on targets i, I say not so hard because um the uh, outlaw rimfire person series it just showed me that i was wrong because <laughs> uh, there's a lot of energy on that little cartridge so i like it yeah. at 50 or 25 meters 50 meters the impact is very hard so uh it's not a bullet that that breaks the target. It's it's just the energy and the the, the target smack the, the the hanger and then it started to crack and it's hard to fail. So right. we worked with Rick and worked with the all the the match directors. So they send me feedback. They send me okay, we have a failure with that position or that target and that uh, that system. So we we with the ORPS just for example, we had the fifth generation of targets. So we add some more radius, more thickness. It's a work in progress. If if we can uh, improve something, we we do. So uh, with twenty two LR, it's it's kind of forgiving for the targets. Yeah. But the thinner targets gives more feedback and better sound. Uh, it costs less, also. So right. Uh, so you want and it's lighter. Yeah, it's it like easier to set up your your match when all, when you can carry all the steel that you need for a match and one person can carry it. That's like blows my mind because I shoot three gun. It's like, we need lots of guys and trailers <laughs> and it's like, and your back sore at the end of the day. Not so much with the rimfire stuff. Yeah. It's that's the, the, the pros of the rimfire. And uh, also you did this. It's, it's as challenging or more challenging than, than firing a, a center, a center fire matches with PRS matches because the wind is, very less forgiving on, on 22 LR yep. and it is uh, on the center fire. Let's say you shoot a green more, you can shoot like left edge, whatever the wind is until 500 meters and rimfire. It doesn't work like that. You have past 200 meters. If you don't know very nicely, your wind, you're just gonna get Yeah. You won't have it. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the um, product that you have available. And then I'm going to get back to specific packages and, and those. So, what types of product do you have available? Now, when I went to your website, you had specifically um, Rimfire, but you also, so you had um, Round Gongs, then you had Ipsic Target. So let's talk a little bit about some of the the different product that you have so that if people are interested in it. Well, um, if, if the, the, I tend to make standard what is mostly used, but mm-hmm. we can do anything that the, the customers want because we do custom designs. Okay. For sure, the custom design is, uh, not as cheap as as the standard targets, but round gongs are very common, and we do make the commonly uh, eight, ten, and twelve inches. And very often we we have bigger ones because the long range thing is it's uh, you need bigger targets if you want to learn something. Yep. <laughs> I do very like personally. I'm I'm more into the silhouettes targets. Yeah. Uh, in one target, you have you know multiples. Uh, things to engage so you can practice yourself on a larger area the the center mass let's say Mm -hmm. and if you get more comfortable and more with with your dope and your stuff you can okay i will engage the the head portion so and you it's 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 one target that fits all let's say like Mm -hmm. this so that's my 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 preference so um i uh, we uh we had the um 
feedback some uh, now we have a, a two-third and full-size ipsic but but we'll we'll do a half-size ipsic also because okay. it's kind of in between sometimes so and they are not so expensive so i'm 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 probably going to enter as that product as a standard okay and we do have reactive targets like uh, spinners mostly yeah, the, the, our first uh, reactive target that we together a couple of years ago and it was so fun the first year that i built it they, uh, we we use uh, use them uh, every match afterwards uh, in the valcartier prs uh, competitions we tried to build some on uh, 22 lr and we did achieve it and rick did use them but uh, it's more prompt to um it's more it's less forgiving. Twenty-two LR. It's it's more. Uh, you have less energy, so sometimes the spin it is not doesn't spin right. Yeah. So it's not the, the same game, so we have to adjust it. Uh, but there's a lot of. Um, um, I'm 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 working on some very cool projects on moving targets. Uh, you're flipping targets and stuff like oh, that cool. because this is the cool thing that you have. You you have one stage with a a mover. Yeah. Mover are pretty rare and pretty expensive, and we're developing something below the five hundred dollars for a, a mover right now. So I think it's gonna be very uh, liked. Target people will enjoy that target, and also it's gonna be not so expensive. So the clubs can be purchasing one for the RPS or uh, just their, their, their normal use on the on the range. Yep, uh, it's it's not common to shoot moving targets, it's, except on a hunting situation. But but right. for practicing. Uh, movie movers are not so uh common so no, it's, not. it's hard too because yeah <laughs> um you have to lead if it's far and you have to like shoot it uh, as you swing through if it's really close you got to do that um and and it just like with three gun we've got a couple of targets that just go like paper targets that go like this you put them at 10 yards it's a huge target at 10 yards people miss them all the time just just the simple motion just like wrecks some people it's a skill you got to learn, right? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. The two MOA targets running at 10 miles per hour. It's, it's, it's going to be it's, difficult. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, I'll begin to to uh, introduce the new one in the 22LR, but afterwards we'll see uh, the uh, for, for Centifire. Centifire will be for sure more pricey. I think mm -hmm. uh, the market will be more for uh, you know the Canadian Armored Forces or law enforcement, something like that. So we do we we are used to sell targets to them. So to to uh, to Armored Force are all around the world. That's pretty cool. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, and we we send the the last summer we sent some a um, uh, container of targets to uh, Mali, Mali. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, uh, so that's it was fun. Uh, I just it was yeah. My targets are, are getting. <laughs> Of the world where it's it's getting very dangerous. Yeah, they we're training uh, their um, the force out there, so uh, we needed some practice uh, target and stuff like that. So uh, that was so they contacted proud. contacted you, the little guy in Canada. Yeah, and they, and they say, uh, well, I heard that you can do some some uh, targets, and you can you deliver quickly. Uh, let's say like like twenty five targets, uh, like in three days. I said, oh, maybe let me let make me a phone call or two and. Uh, and afterwards, I was I had a week to turn around, but uh, and they, they, they came back. And uh, every year, we send a lot of targets to to Canadian Army Force uh, in Balcartier and uh, Farnham, and uh, also uh, there's a new shooting center in um, Sherbrooke. Okay, 
I didn't know that. I, I, I've made some targets, one thick, uh, one inch thick mm-hmm. for their uh, 50 cal. Uh, <laughs> okay. So y- y- did you? Did you see the guy that actually shot the 50 cal at a plate that was four feet in front of him? I did, you just have to go and read that. He's done in Michigan. I, I, I was, I was uh, volunteer to see them practice on these targets, but oh, yeah? I wasn't able to get there. But um, it, was, uh, it was impressive. You know, at, uh, a full size IPSC target on yeah. one inch thick is pretty, uh, pretty heavy, also. Mm-hmm. So How'd you target? How did your target hold up? I don't know. Don't know? Okay. <laughs> I wondered if <laughs> I they gave you feedback. No. You'd have to get a pretty beefy stand for that too. Yeah. Like the yeah. impact yeah, of just... Because I said you, you can you can use half-inch uh, thick target for, for 50 cal. It works. You just have to hold it very strongly, you know, very very heavy-duty stand. And they say that's why we want a one-inch thick because it will be so heavy. So the energy will be absorbed by the weight of the target instead of just flying around. And that's true. Get so uh, if you, uh, with steel targets, the failure points on them are generally where it's hanging, correct? Yeah, unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Okay. Or people shorting uh, some special ammo like green tip or yeah. tungsten stuff at those ranges. Mm-hmm. So uh, at Farnham, that CQB matches, we saw... Uh, Saw some failures about guys having uh, dumping a mag on uh, of, of uh, green tipped uh, ammo and just went a hole in, in the tree eight. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not very okay. nice. <laughs> no big deal. But uh, if you want, you may fail the target. But but usually you're right. It's it's a hanging solution that we use that won't, that will fail over time. Maybe. Right. Okay. So uh, you generally supply any of the the hangers or any of the brackets or anything that's needed as well, you'll sell the target plus that that piece as well. It's an added expense as well, right? Yes. Uh, this year we came up with the uh, T-post solution. We already had a T-post hanger yep. that we built weld. And uh, this year uh, I changed the uh, design so I no longer need to weld anything. It's just two pieces that you insert together and they mm-hmm. hold in a T-post. So I can sell them so cheap that Nice. Now the target is no longer an issue. If you buy them uh, by a group of four, it's fifteen dollars each, and, and they are all made of of AR five hundred three eight of thickness. Mm-hmm. So the depots will fail before the the target the will. Okay. And yeah. all you're doing is just seeing seeing a hole in it, so it can hang on the depots, correct? Uh, it's. Uh, I'm not sure your question was. Sorry. I, so when you have the target and you're going to hang it onto the T post, right? You just have you CNC'd a little hole in it to hang onto the T post. Yeah, the the the, the yeah. bongs or the the um, yeah. silhouettes had some already some holes to be hanged with with, with with bolts and chains and stuff like that. But yeah. we modified. Well, the the gongs are have two hooks on it. Yeah. Two, but you can just suspend it by one. So you're gonna. Kind of sit on a oh, forty-five degree angle. You just, mm-hmm. but but it, it it will hold uh, on position. And what a good thing is with the T post, uh, with guy like me that shoot long distances, we have to walk most uh, most of the time. So you just have one T post. The bracket fits on your pocket, <laughs> and you just walk around with the T post as long as you able to. And then you just grab the gong and you hit the the T post on the ground. Then you hang the the target on it and yeah. you just walk. Back. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, it's, it's very easy to 
cheap because the, the the tipos also are very like five to seven dollars different you know different uh, lengths yeah so it's kind of cheaper than a two by four studs now so uh, yeah. so that's, that's a good thing and it's very easy and it's it doesn't fail very much uh for sure if you hit the tipos too many times you will will cut yeah but uh but that's the part of the fun you know just have don't shoot the, <laughs> don't shoot the t-post <laughs> i've had some problems with that anyways um let's talk about some of the new targets that are out the ones that i was really interested in is when rick was on he was talking about the new silhouettes target so the rams the chickens and the turkeys and the the pegs and uh and he's going to be using that for the race gun series so it's one of the stages and then also you have something that's brand new as well it's the zero paper zeroing target which means it's basically Basically steel and you can zero your your target there which is fantastic one you can see your impacts two it uh, you can hear the ting so it's you know a lot of fun and three you're not going to you know keep going through a lot of paper and having to repost paper so uh let's talk about the uh the silhouette targets um so it comes as a kit does it and how much is the kit and Forty forty dollars for the the four targets with hangers with the, the little hangers and with the mm, I don't want to lie but I think the the brackets for the frame also came with it yeah I, yeah yeah it's just the the whole kit that you need to suspend them and hang them and shoot them um, you only need to pro provide the, the 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 you know the legs and the pole which okay. are EM. Uh, tubing is electrical uh, metallic electrical metallic tube so it's very cheap on the on a, all the hardware store and you just you need to cut whichever length you want to uh make them on the ground yeah a, a bar of eight foot you know it gives you four legs of two foot i'm very good at math <laughs> and, um, so so that gives you a correct line but for now with the snow i prefer like three or four inches uh legs uh, not inches but foot uh, so that it's taller on ground and also in the winter uh, in the summer when there's tall grass and stuff like that you may want to clear all the vegetation um so that's 40 dollars for the, the these little fine uh, little silhouette you have the, the the bigger one like the ram is kind of kind of big okay. you can shoot it easily at 100 yards but the little little chicken is super super small like one inch or something and uh, so that's kind of more challenging, and uh, and with the with the new design of the the hanger, it doesn't fall off of the, of the hanger very easily, and it spins very very cool. Uh, you know, it reacts very well with the on the hanger, so that's that's a good thing. And Rick, uh, help! It's I I have to um, say thanks to Rick because Rick had a, a lot of its ideas on my design, so. It gives me a feedback and sometimes you see something and say you can improve it because we had some failure with that and, and it gives me the feedback and it gives me some ideas and he sees the stuff on the on the US side or, or on some shooting range and it tells me uh, well you do you think uh, about this and that and the zero paper target it came from it's not my idea it's an idea from a guy in the US but Rick saw it and say well that's what we need yeah right it's now. perfect it's it's and I just okay I just tweaked some little things around and ad adapted to my you know the T post hanger and uh, and uh, the, the the way my my targets were, were suspended mm -hmm. and adjust some little things but 
It is very cool to shoot. Uh, yeah. Zero paper target is just you have uh, 25 holes to shoot at. So the, the holes are making the, the point of aim. So you don't have to paint a little X or something like that. Just the hole, you can see the light through coming, mm-hmm. coming through the holes. So you're just painting back the target and you see the holes and you just choose one, try to make a group. Mm-hmm. So you can measure your group, you can uh, tweak your zero when, when there's something changed. So just before a match. So that's why Rick wanted some. I made some taller ones with more, more, you know, more dots on it. So um, during the match, you're going to set up two or three. So the, the shooters will be able to just zero their, their, their rifle just, just before the match. So that's the cool thing. Yep. And he don't have a paper just to replace and, and to mess around with. So it's just another target that you just have to yeah. spend at. Yeah, it's perfect. it's perfect for competition. And the reason why is because you can zero your targets. People can be shooting over here. And let's say you've lost your zero. You can go back over here and re-zero. But if the paper, like with paper, sometimes it's obliterated and you can't really tell. So with that, you can actually re-zero and it's quite quick and you don't have to replace anything. And you can, it's perfect. Yeah. It's really you affordable. You're good to go for 20, 25 more. Yeah. And, and, and I also noticed because um, just yesterday I was uh, trying my new rifle, my CZ four or five seven, and uh, yeah. I, I bring some paper targets to zero my uh, my my uh, my rifle, and I had uh, some some t- other targets, C targets to, to try out and, and test. And I said, it's so boring to shoot at a let's say a cardboard, and you don't did I hit where I, where my hole is? You don't have that problem with the, the steel targets. You ding oh. For sure, I hit it. Where, yeah. where, 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 where. So uh, the problem is that now my targets are white. So during the winter, you yeah, you can't of, you can't see. <laughs> but you if you hit something else, yeah, the color, the color you want. But but for now, it, they, they are white. So I don't. Uh, yeah, it's harder to see. Yeah. Um, let's talk about. Is, by the way, if anybody's interested in these products, you you sell to people who are just interested, not just, you know, the military or to retailers. Yeah, just the website or anybody can 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 place an order or just ask some question and see the prices. And if there's something that you know interesting, you can ask them a question. I'm all day long I'm I'm, I'm answering question and I'm guiding people on the on the what what kind of first target to buy. Uh, it's for for the sh- most of the used target shooter, the, tar- the steel targets are are there from a long time ago. But mm-hmm. from some lot of people, they they never shot at a a, a a steel target, and so they're asking, "Well, I've uh, I've heard that you, the smaller the better, because if you have a small target, it practices you to aim small and getting better, like they said in the movies. But in fact, is is you don't have an, a nice feedback." behind your target when you yeah. miss you don't know anything because you don't did i miss too high too low left right hmm, what happened and I, because I, 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 it happened to me uh, like four years ago when i was practicing long range set up an eight inch target at 500 meters it's no big deal it's more than one moa my my, my rifle shoot quite like three quarters moa so that should be easy then i missed say so, well let me swear Where's the, yeah. So I tried again. I missed again. Okay. I try a little more left, more right to learn that finally that I was shooting too high. So I spent like eight rounds and I, I learned nothing with these rounds. So you're better having a bigger target. And, and if you want to shoot small, just paint a little, little small round on it and just a little, you know, take a, 
and, and, and aim, aim small, but if you miss, you're going to see something. Mm-hmm. Or if you have a nice uh, sand backsplash, so now you can see your impacts on the ground or, or so, so that's, that's okay. Well, you get that at the range, but if you're like, I, I shoot out on the, the farm every once in a while and I use steel and if you miss and it's flat, you get nothing. You see a splash in the back so, sometimes, but that doesn't tell you if you missed high or low. It's a splash. It'll always look low if it's on a flat uh, plane, right? And it, you could have missed higher. You could have missed low, especially with a twenty-two where you're arcing them in. Yeah. So, um, yeah, bigger is better for, so for those kind of things. Just to know that you're you're hitting it. And if you've got decent optics, you can see where you impact, anyways. Especially with a twenty-two, because you don't yes. have the recoil, so you can you can see spot where that hit was. Yes, and if the, the the paint is kind of fresh on the on the target, it makes a big, nice splash that you can yeah. see very far away. I learned that uh, on, on a Paris uh, competition when I was shooting at one kilometer away with my 308, I was seeing the splash just underneath the the target. There was a nice sand uh, background, so I saw the splash underneath the target. So I say, oh, I will shoot more higher, then higher, then higher, then higher. And I say. Well, I didn't. So I, I, I make zero points out of five on that stage. And the spotter afterwards told me, you are shooting too high. Just because the bullet's coming from above, like, okay. you know, like a yep. rainbow. Yep. It, it's yeah. just behind the target on the ground, but I was too high. So that's, okay, well, that's different. So, so that was a 24 inches uh, square target. So I, I was kind of bad. But um, anyway, that's, that's part of the knowledge, uh, uh, you know, the... The, the. Yeah, part it's part of, of, part of part shooting, of shooting and learning. Yeah, yeah. 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 You could uh, miss dial. It could the, maybe the weather or the wind change. Maybe there's an updraft downrange. Like who knows what's going on? Mm-hmm. Oh. You learn a lot while shooting, but if you don't see what you're doing, you don't. You're don't, not going to get that data. Every round that you shoot, I, I used to have a shooting log. Write everything I do. I do because that's my memory. That's my. My knowledge is all stored in that. So I consulted when when I tried to, especially when you're trying to hit with a cold bore shot. Every rifle is different with a cold bore, so I, I note everything out on my. And uh, it, it takes time, but it, it helps me cool, to cool down my barrel. So uh, after ten shot, I just roll down everything, and my barrel is cooling down, and I get the piece out, and. Uh, <laughs> and you got that information. You got to be able to see what you're hitting in order to get that information, though. So right. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me, like you mentioned a little bit uh, ago, so people actually contact you. What is one, um, what would you recommend if somebody has never shot steel before, which one are you going to tell them to get as it's going to be the most versatile for them? And um, yeah, what's your bestseller as well? The bestsellers are the silhouettes and the round guns uh, because the round guns are very cheap. Yeah. Um, I would. I usually tend to. Uh, for sure, it's it's kind of more expensive to shoot a twelve inches gong than than an eight inch. But for somebody who wants to try the long distance, uh, I try to sell the twelve inch or the the, the three thirty six silhouette because I do like the silhouette and yeah, it has multiples uh, a place to to shoot at. So you can give yourself a like I said earlier, you can give yourself a, a challenge just to hit the head at uh, yeah. whatever. It is. Uh, so it depends on the people that tell me is where, 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 what their range of, you know, the, the distance where they're going to engage the target is. So zero to, to 300 meters, uh, the, the inch target is very good. So it's kind of different for every people. So I, 
just have a chat with them and, and ask them some questions. And we, that's the problem with, with my, with Gongjo is I, I do, it's, it's my passion. Shooting is my yeah. passion. So I, I speak a little, a lot of people that were, we share that patient. So, so uh, sometimes a, a customer comes here in a home and we spend two hours to, to, to go and to, to, <laughs> <laughs> my, my girlfriend's like, again, <laughs> just spend two hours with the customers that I didn't spend two hours with customers. It's now a friend because I, people bring me shoot down on their spot. And I do also and uh, on farms and in competition also and in events and stuff like that. So that's, yeah, you're hanging out with your people. Yeah. Exactly. That's the coolest thing. Uh, I, I'm I'm so uh, so gifted to to be able to to speak uh, all day long with with people uh, that that share the same passion as me. So that's yeah. that's the coolest. Thing. Yeah, coolest part about this. Have you found that your business has actually picked up quite a bit over the last probably year year and a half uh, with so many people switching over to Rimfire and then also with the new series that are coming out. Yeah, especially the Rimfire, uh, Rimfire uh, series that that brings uh, Rick is is this year just came up with a lot of more uh, series. Yep. Uh, the past years was uh, the or uh, CRPS and ORPS thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, ORPS just uh, give me a, a nice view all around the the, the country. So uh, I'm shipping a lot of uh, British Columbia and Alberta. Um, Saskatoon, uh, the Saskatchewan, these right. parts uh, on the west. I was, I never went to the west yet, but I shipped uh, ten to, to ten to twenty t- um, orders a week uh, out of the west. So you need to how. make it as part of your, one of your next shipments. Uh, well, um, <laughs> I have to travel, so I have a lot of <laughs> friends that I never saw, never shoot with. Yeah. So uh, probably one one summer, I'm, I'm gonna make like a very nice road trip, like like Rick does. Yeah. Knows. Uh, He's, cra- he's a crazy man though you know that right <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how he does but yeah. uh he's just, it's a nice trip i i guess you you have to do it once in your life a nice trip on the on the west and enjoy yeah. the country yeah, so yeah uh, probably one day uh, one year i'm, I'm going to do it if, if, if possible uh, unfortunately i cannot do it on motorcycle because uh that will be the Best thing, but I cannot bring any targets, any guns, no more. No, yeah. Well, you you got to go with Rick and make him take all the stuff, and then you motorbike. That's, That's true. Just trail awesome. behind him. <laughs> yep, he can be your pit crew. He can uh, have the tent and all that heavy stuff. You can just go just you on the motorbike, no backpack, nothing else. Let <laughs> Rick carry all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got yeah. room in his trailer. He's got all sorts of room in there. <laughs> the last time I saw this trailer, it was packed up all the way. So yeah, 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 he doesn't have <laughs> yeah, room. Yeah, he does yeah. not have room. Yeah. <laughs> and how are you at changing out springs and things like that? <laughs> yeah, can you can you change out? Oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you you might have to in the middle of the road someplace. Uh, you did talk about ORPS and supplying uh, the targets for that. What you said that there's more and more that are going out to people, and typically, what happens? Well, not typically. Uh, the way that uh, Rick has set it up is the ranges themselves run these matches. So, can you tell everybody about if their range is looking at doing an ORPS, which is the uh, Rimfire series, uh, how much it would cost for them to actually get the steel for it, and uh, how quickly you could actually get it to them as well. Cause people are starting to set up for uh, there's basically they're shooting this year, their calendars. So. Yes. Yeah, so they, they usually, if we don't have it already in stock, it's, it takes like one week 
to okay. uh, get inventory back. Uh, it's three days to, if we're very busy, uh, it's three days to cut the seal that we send in production. Then we have to manipulate it, paint it, uh, something stuff like that. So usually uh, ORPS kits are sold for 300 something at the beginning of 330, 29 something. Not so expensive. So usually the kits pay itself the first or the, the second event. Yeah. Uh, so we just had to, uh, ideally, if they want us to, to buy a kit for a special event, and if it's uh, near the, the, the dates, you just have to contact me to be sure that I, I will place this order very, uh, you know, on a fast track to be sure that they don't miss the event because they don't have the target, which would be a shame. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, like a couple of weeks ago, uh, they had in the West, they had a, uh, an event. It wasn't an official event. It was just kind of practicing and getting into the RPS. And uh, Canada Post failed on it, so they didn't yep. receive it during the time. You know, it, it was Monday before the Saturday of the, let's say, event, and he didn't receive that. So I said, just just have a chat with them, and if they don't, I'll send another one on priority mail to be sure that you don't miss an event. Would be, would be a shame, and we'll arrange it later for for the. And fortunately, on on. The, Tuesday, it show up at the store, so it was okay. But that's if I'm, I'm aware that there's an event, that's it's good for me to see it, to, to know it, because mm-hmm. I'll be able to adapt it and, and fast track the, uh, the targets it needed. But usually, if, if you want to set a ORPS uh, match at your at your gun range, uh, at your range, you, you just uh, you just have three hundred dollars kit to buy and uh some some two by four studs because the new kits is is made for to fit into by two by four that's the way that we can have the cost down and have mm-hmm. something um durable that that can sustain a match because uh having some steel hangers at the correct eight depending on every range is there is, is different some range you cannot plant anything on the ground because they have some kind of bizarre uh soil or uh yeah sometimes some of them are packed down really tight yeah. you can't put yeah, anything like, in the ground so with two by fours you can arrange eggs on the ground or you know add some legs on, on. Mm-hmm. so and and all the, the the hanger that fits into the two by four is is all our ar 500 so it's it's very very durable so um and you just have to place it at an angle so that the target is has more place to swing and what is cool thing is, is when you hit the two by four, it doesn't make anything. It's not, not it doesn't like make a sound. It doesn't react. On a ring, so you don't see if there's an impact on a target or it's a miss. With a two by four, if you miss, you just it, it disappears into the wood. So that doesn't shape the targets very much. So that's kind of more easy for the the, the spotter to to to, uh, to see if there's an impact or a miss. So that's a good thing also. And the two by four used to be cheap. But not <laughs> anymore. But uh, you can have just a regular saw and build yourself. Um, uh, it's kind of versatile and very easy. Everybody has a, a battery drill and, and some screws so they can build up their, their the stand that they need at the correct height that they need for their particular range. So they're shooting downward, upward, or on a berm or something like that. So they can adapt it. And it's not so heavy also. So you... <laughs> Uh, like roughly low, low, lower than one hour, you can set up a ORPS match very easily. That's awesome. Yeah. So there's all kinds of various kits that there are out there. People are, can buy the ORPS uh, practice rimfire kit that you have as available. It's for $45. That's super cheap. Like, and it comes with a one inch, two inch, three inch, and four inch. And you also have, so if people are getting into the, I, I don't know. 
is race gun is it is it run by the range or is it to rick going on his you know going across the country is race gun also or because race i i think we um rick asked me to to set up that kit because he wanted to run some race gun series that already exists somewhere so the okay. we, we saw already some kids like that so to ranges so for well to match directors that mm -hmm. wanted to run these matches yeah so, uh, i never tried a match by myself yet and i do one because race gun looks like very very fun especially the, the, the quick and engage targets and reset the, the that's my you know that's what I want to do this year. Is I want to try these. So yes, you 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 can buy it to practice at home or at your you know private range if you range. want. Yeah. But that that kit is very uh, it's it's a very complete kit. Yeah. There's and a lot of parts on it and it's fairly heavy. So I have to ship it in two different packages because it's too heavy for for regular parcels. So I need to uh, and I sold a couple of them on the west. Okay. Uh, so that's a big kit. So you have a six, eight, twelve inches on the square and diamond and there's a lot of it one third Ips. yeah i saw that too as well and all the hangers are included that like, i think is 10 hangers uh people's hangers so it's kind of very easy to to set up and and, and uh after stage when you have to, to change the the, the the target uh, uh it's super quick yeah. i've i've been at, i've been at one of those matches and okay. uh it's super quick super fast too it's fun uh shooting is like finding out where the line is on how fast you can shoot going past it and then doing terribly that's fun too a <laughs> little <laughs> <laughs> oh, too fast a little yeah. bit slower i'm missing oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so one of the things i did notice and uh we talked about it prior to coming on but also uh gear prices are really economical i'm going to say economical compared to some of the other um steel um manufactured or gong uh, manufacturers out there and you're also canadian as well so um people really really should be going out and supporting you and um yeah shipping how is shipping for steel by the way is it is it ridiculous and redonkulous the prices well it depends on the location uh i would say sending a a 12 inch gong uh Worst case scenarios would be like $25. Okay. Uh, well, maybe a little more. Sometimes it's very on a very bizarre, very, uh, you know, far locations mm -hmm. from, from a big center, big city, stuff like that. But um, You mean like Molly? <laughs> <laughs> it was a shipping container, so I don't know. I didn't care. I didn't care. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, well, um, the... Yes, for for well, I, I don't want to lie because the uh, the the big full size Ipsic target a silhouette is it's very heavy. It's just the limit that Canada Post uh, accept for for their regular package. Okay. So that one may be more more expensive. I just had it uh, an order uh, this week from 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 France. Just call, uh, just buy a full size Ipsic. Huh. It cost him. Four hundred and twenty dollars Canadian to have this target there. So basically, the with the with the shipping and the target. So basically, he paid more for the shipping than the target. Then right? for the target, yeah. So your supplier in in France? I don't know. I just, I just don't get it. Huh. Huh. Go out. I will ship it. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> 
great it's, targets, it's, great prices, and the shipping in Canada. Not so bad. Not so bad outside of Canada. That's what's little... what's the cost for like a so an ORPS set would be pretty heavy, but like what's the cost to ship one of those to like Edmonton or Calgary or something like that? It's so Calgary. Say, yeah. Yeah, I can look on the, the past orders, but uh, I'm not sure. Like thirty dollars, maybe. Oh, that's I, not I was bad. thinking like fifty to a hundred dollars or something like that. Uh, like 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 I'm talking to you. I'm, I'm looking at the last uh, order uh, for the RPS kit. Uh, right on. Oh, this oh this guy just ordered two kits, but it's for forty four dollars for two kits. So um, wow, that's, that's cheap. cheap. That's yeah. that's way cheaper than I thought it would be. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Right here, uh, I would say to thirty thirty something. Yeah, that's cool. but but I don't that's have good. the the good thing is I don't. At the all the hangers, you know, selling if the cleats include all the you know like twenty four inch or thirty inches uh, hangers, steel hangers, that would add the weight and add the cost. So that's yeah. that's yeah. why that's why we can keep competitive with with that uh, steel target, and and that's why we can uh, ship it for not so a lot of money. So right. yeah, cool. Is there anything that you have that's coming out that you want to talk about? Anything exciting maybe that you want to spill the beans? Because people actually come on our show and spill the beans about things. So is there anything that's well, exciting that you want to talk about? Uh, but well, I, I, we didn't talk about the, the, uh, my anator that, that we uh, spent some, some years to. to oh yeah. Uh, then now we have the second version. One is the eco anator, which is a uh, very, not so pricey and very simple anator. And we ship, uh, we sell them like crazy, like hot buns. It's, oh, really? Yes, yeah, Australia and France. We sell, uh, and, and in Canada also, Canada also. And uh, uh, I'm pretty excited uh, on this because this just catch on fire and it just sold uh, a lot. It's, uh, this is a very nice little annealer that, that works just fine, just super simple. We include a, a bottle of Tempilac, which is uh, the uh, little paint that melts at the correct temperature. So mm -hmm. the correct temperature for knitting, if you don't know, it's it's uh, 750 Fahrenheit. Uh, so with uh, we include the bottle that costs like 30 something dollars in that price. So uh, we, we it's just a little neat unit that you can anneal your your, your brass and make them uh, lifespan last longer. And also it helps to uh, keep the velocity uh, more consistent. Uh, so the reloaders know what I'm talking about, and uh, mm -hmm. the other ones just think that I'm speaking Chinese. But uh, <laughs> so we, we, it's been three years or two years now that we have the first model, and this year we just we, we, uh, we adjust everything out. So that's that's one of, of the, the cool thing that that we have. That's not target shooting, but it's still like shooting related. Yep. Uh, we have some reloading trays and uh, little trays that makes easier to to uh, dry drying trays to. Um, drying the brass so you, you, you that that keeps the brass downwards so when you uh, quench them on water or the wet tumblers or sonic cleaner something like that you just want to have them dry out not just laying on a, on a napkin you yeah. just have to make it on a little rack and i use that also for for loading so uh, we do the little stuff and it's very cheap so um, and uh well what i'm excited about is the new targets that are coming uh, all the ideas from Rick, all the ideas that we have also for the mover targets or the flipping targets or the reactive more targets. I, I, I spend a lot of hours a week just to develop some new uh, reactive targets because steel is fun. Reactive is way more fun. Wave. Yeah. When do you think you're going to be coming out with 
the reactive targets? Do you have, is it coming out this spring or in the summertime? When do you think you'll have something? It's hard to tell. I'm so busy right now. So I just I don't want to make some, some promises. promises, but uh, I, I, I want that, that, that uh, spring that had some more uh, re- reactive targets. Mm-hmm. And I have to have some movers for this summer. I have to because you have to. <laughs> summer won't be as great. We, you, you, I have to say 2021, you know, <laughs> we have yeah. to make something really cool to, to, to do on that, that summer. So, um, yeah, that, that uh, kind of joking, but but making a not so pricey moving target for a 22 hour would be a very, very good thing. Yeah, it would. And that's my goal. Okay. Keeping alive and have enough sleep. That's another goal for for. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, Where can people actually get a hold of you or where can they find you? Uh, What's your, what's your website? Where can they find you on Facebook? Uh, You're on Instagram Uh, as well. Donjo.com is uh, the easiest way because there you can find all the, the contact information. Um, Also on Facebook, the, the, the Sible Gongjo uh, page it's it's also running well uh, instagram also uh i try to limit myself to these platform because too much platform i just get lost and don't remember which contact me on which one uh email works phone works uh i you know i can speak english i understand english so that's that's okay for the uh i speak french usually but but from, from quebec people but uh, mostly uh, canada is, is mostly english so i have to adapt myself a, so don't 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 hesitate to, to call give me a call uh, I, I speak to a lot of cool people around Canada so that's that's a great thing and uh, well that the websites just go to gongjo.com and there's everything there to uh, to to have a look on what's 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 available and if you have a question you have all the information there to, to contact me and I'm not uh, uh, I'm a easy going people uh, person so that's try to understand your needs and I try to guide you as much as I can. Usually it works. Usually uh, enterprise are good. So that's a good thing for, 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 for customers because you know, uh, I don't have a, a lot of overhead that like, let's say big equipments to pay and yeah. a, a nice infrastructure to, to pay around. And so the overhead is very low. That's why uh, the prices are that, um, that competitive. Right. So, and I, I, I know, I, I am a shooter, so I spend a lot of money on my my ammo and my guns. Uh, so uh, the more money I save, the happier I, I am. So I tend, I try to keep the price as low as possible, so most people can enjoy it. That's when something. It's usually, the, a lot of people ask me if I buy a lot of targets, can I have a very uh, nice discount? Okay. Yes, I can, but the prices are kind of very very low. Just to let all the people benefit of it. So, so uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I, there's, there's, I can't, I can sharpen my, my pen just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm price now, you know, yeah. No, like the reality is those prices are, are, are just fantastic. So, yeah. And thank you again for coming on tonight. Uh, Adriel, do you have any other questions? I know that you've been jumping nope. in. No, I've been, I've been jumping in where I need to. I think yeah, it's, okay. it's great. I love the concept of yeah. inexpensive steel targets. And I think that, um specifically for rim fire there's like there's not a lot of people out there that are doing it it's mm-hmm. nice to get a nice light plate something that's thin but still air 500 so you don't get the ricochet you can shoot it at long distance you can still hear it hit the steel um i was out shooting my SKS the other day at uh and anything past four or five hundred you can't hear it you can't hear it hit and uh i think with a 22 a nice light 
plate like like you make is uh, is really great. Yeah. When the, when Rick asked me for the, uh, the challenge to hit a one foot square target at 300 meters with a 22LR, and we made it some so thin because there's not a lot of energy, so we don't yeah. have to worry about breaking the targets. And the because they are so thin, we're able to to hear the ding so lightly because it's the the, the bullet takes a while to to reach the 300 meters. Then the sound just had to you know come, come back. <laughs> Wait, did I hit? Hmm. Wait a second. Wait, wait. Oh, look. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, as I said, thank you very much for coming on. And also, thanks for supporting Rimfire in Canada. This is fantastic. It's 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 just great. I know that you've been around since the beginning of, um, of ORPS and CRPS. So uh, thank you for actually supporting that as well. And my peeps. It's always nice to meet more people and to actually get to know my people. I like, I like that. Well, you know. And, and if uh, I want to say, if there's people that uh, match directors or anybody makes any, uh, make uh, an event, building up or setting up an event, just contact me if you want some prize for the, the, the prize table. Wow. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send something. We, uh, we, 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 we getting bigger, so we want we have more steel to give for these events because these events are the the heart of the sport, you know, you, you mm-hmm. a lot of people yep. shooting along on, on their range, but when y'all meet up together to arrange and to an event, that's, uh, that's very cool. So, um, don't hesitate to ask if I, I can, if I can, I, I drop a couple targets just to on the price table just to have more smile on the face and more people getting into the events. So the, don't hesitate. The worst I, I would say no, but it never happened yet. So. <laughs> well, that's great. Thank you so yeah. much. Thanks for thank coming on for tonight, the- Jonathan. Pleasure just to chat with you guys. Awesome. Once again, we'd like to thank Jonathan for coming on and uh, talking about uh, Gongzhou Steel. Love it. All right. Listener feedback. Listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full-service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers black, hot bluing, parkerizing, Cerakote finishes, as well as wood and steel refinishing. Uh, check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms, accessories, optics, and more at dcgunsmith.ca. You can also check him out on Facebook or also on Instagram. And if you're looking for those and links as well. He's got go OnlyFans, too. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Really? No. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. Okay, he's not on OnlyFans. God. Jeez. Yet. Okay. Yet. Maybe. That's an untapped marketing potential right there. It is. Guns and porn. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same demographic. All right. I bet you they don't care if you hold a gun on screen on live stream. <laughs> bet you they don't care at all. No, I don't think so. All right. That's what we're okay. going to be streaming next. Just oh, for no. our Patreons. Or our OnlyFans, I guess. I wonder, how, I wonder what their, their cut is. I wonder if it's worse than Patreon or better. It's got to be better. I don't know. Coming soon. Okay. Why don't you do the research? <laughs> yeah, I'll get all right on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, why don't you read this email from Stephen? From Stephen. Hello from the center of the universe. Uh, finally got out of the house and out to the range. My first trip this year and I and thought I would give skeet a try and must say it's quite different from trap. The flight path, the holds, and the leads. No kidding. Sorry. Already, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it is, totally. 
already planning and looking forward to going out uh, again next weekend to give it another try. Uh, in the meantime, I'm still going through your backlog episodes. Finally finished all of 2017. Instead of starting 2016, I decided to start from the beginning. Did you know Spotify only goes back to episode nine? Yeah. I didn't know that. That must yep. be something new. Maybe we're like maxing out on episodes. Like it's not normal to have 300 some episodes um, for a podcast. And a lot of the services just don't support that length of uh or that number of uh, back episodes. Do you mean that we could stop doing episodes now? <laughs> just recycle. <laughs> we'll just start replaying them from the start, right? Yeah. You don't know take, who Take we a week are. off every once yeah. in a while. Just be like, oh, oh, I don't know. Listen to episode nine. And, and everybody's going, oh, it's back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Comfrey. Woo. <laughs> Finally. Been waiting. Uh, I must say it was quite interesting hearing Adriel write in as a listener. Uh, And it was strange. Trevor was going through this strange identity crisis where he thought he was Ron Burgundy. I did lose a little, I think the word might be respect (laughs) when it seemed that Trevor didn't know who Bert Gummer was, especially because I imagine the room behind Trevor's webcam is much like Bert's basement. I've added a link to a scene from Trevor's for Trevor's review and education. I wonder if you watched that. I think he did. Everyone's got to have watched that show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's enough procrastination. Back to writing to the counselors for both, uh, both for where I live and work in Toronto, as well as our mayor about C21. Shoot safe, shoot straight, and shoot often. And I'm Ron Burgundy. Yeah, he brought that out last week again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I was, was like, oh yeah, I completely forgot about Ron Burgundy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, good luck. Good luck with your mayors and counselors and stuff. Sounds like they don't care, but. Uh, you got to put the pressure on anyways. Yeah. 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 Toronto. Mm. Mm. That's where you live, right? right? No. <laughs> yeah. Like freaking two and a half hours away from Toronto. Ah, that's like suburbs of Toronto practically. It actually Two and a half is, is like, that's with traffic. Yeah. Traffic's terrible there. People are buying in Kingston and working in Toronto. Yeah. Serious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, by the way, yeah, totally trap and skeet or Two total different birds, by the way. Don't clays. you um, throw the skeets with your skeet thrower, and then shoot them, and like that's like, do you want to go shoot trap, and you throw the skeets with your with your skeet thrower? Uh, yeah. Do you Howard? Do you have one of the like little like bendy ones, or you bend the spring back, and it flings out the trap, and yeah, then you no, shoot it with your I skeet gun? To, yeah, I go to a place where I just have to hit a button, and it does it for me. <laughs> Be cool <laughs> if it was like voice activated. Yeah, they. We got those. Oh. They didn't work out all that well. Oh. Mm. Anyways. So, yeah, we're getting those. So, that's really cool. Mm. Um, but we, uh, So, I practice throwing clays. Yeah, not good at it. I'm as good at throwing clays as I am at throwing axes. It's surprising. Like, there's a trick to it, eh? It's a flick of the wrist. wrist. Yeah. Well, I like, I go straight arm. With a little flick right at the end. Just straight yeah. arm flick. Yeah. But like yeah. when I take people out to the range, uh, like new people who haven't shot before, that's another thing that they have to learn. And <laughs> usually they don't. And I just yeah. throw them. <laughs> usually yeah, no. I just I set up the shotgun so that there's a table in front of them. So when they're done, they just put it down. And I don't have to handle it. And I'm just like chucking clays yeah. the whole time. Great yeah. uh, arm uh, exercise. Yeah. Not that I don't. Not that I need it on this one. But, yeah. you know. 
Yes. All right. Let's go to Patreon. <laughs> from, from William. So uh, William says, I have an Aimpoint PRO uh, with the original mount. What mount are you using, Adriel, uh, to push the optic further forward? Yeah, so I've got, uh, he's probably seen with one of the pictures. So yep. the original mount, I really like, but on a WK-180 or a WS, the shoulder goes a little bit high up on them, and it interferes with a knob on the uh, Aimpoint Pro mount. So I've used, uh, I want to say Nokia, but that's not the right, starts with an N, Nikon. There we go. Nikon P-Series mount. It's a real spindly little mount. It's not like a high durability, like bulletproof mount, but it gets my optic pretty far forward and it uh, fits. <laughs> that works. And that was important. The fitting part was uh, was real important. So, though, And they're really cheap. Those, those Nikon P-mounts are, are, are very cheap. Yeah. You could just use a standard 30 millimeter high um, but the the cantilever that you've got in the P-mount does put it far forward. And with a red dot, the further forward you've got it, uh, the less stuff it uh, it blocks from your vision. So if you've got like a, if you've got a red dot very far back, it's right up in your face. There's a lot of stuff getting blocked yeah. out. Yeah. A little bit further forward or further out, and it's blocking less stuff. That's why generally with a red dot, I run them as far forward on the receiver as I can practically. Yeah. Yeah, you talked a little bit about that last week when you were talking about the differences. Yeah, the prism and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, If you'd like to email the show, you can send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com or you can contact us through Instagram on Patreon if you're a patroni as well. Or you can even uh, drop us a little message on Facebook too. We'll we'll put it up here and we'll we'll talk about it so that everybody can. It's easier if you just email though. Yeah. Because there's so many platforms. Yeah. But. I'm everywhere, so I Correct. post here. This is true. <laughs> By the way, I've gotten some responses about that last week from last week. Oh. <laughs> <And it's, laughs> yeah, right. you, you remember what we were referencing. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, podcast reviews. We don't have any this week from Facebook. Uh, go over to our Facebook page and give us a review as well. Patreon. If you do have a new Patreon, Blaz from uh, actually our friend. Or maple seed friend, he is a new patreoni as well. So check us out. Uh, uh, actually, Buzz, Did if you want to address, did no. he email us? Hey, 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 guy, <laughs> email your address in so I can put I can send you the stuff. Yeah, send us an email at slamfireradio@gmail.com with your address and contact information. Plus, okay. And if you would like to be a patreoni, you can go to patreon.com and go to Slamfire Radio and check it out. And we do stuff like send you stuff in the mail and apparently content on only. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're good. No, we don't want it. But do we that. want right now. Yeah. Okay. Just helps us with the show. Yeah. All right. Do you want to give a shout out to anybody? Oh, man. I know I'm miss. I've a week went by. I forgot everything. I know some people did some stuff for me. I forget. I am chalking it up to I forget. Where's the button? I forget. Okay. I want to give a shout out to the ladies from Lady Gun and also from QSIF Women's Group uh, Committee. One the same, but also Regina uh, for a fantastic event yesterday, and the ladies that came on as well, the the Olympians, and being such an inspiration. And I also want to give a shout out to uh, Kyle, and Kyle is set up the practice on Sundays for us to go and actually shoot uh, some Ipsic drills or black badge drills. Sorry, so it was fun. 
So it was good. All right. Go check us out on Gunners of Canada. Like us on Facebook and give us a review on Facebook and uh, join the CCFR and see you next week. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.